is our house. Welcome back, everybody. This is Balls and Beers, the show where we try to predict every game in the MLS season. We are deep in the rabbit hole now, week number nine, nearly a third of the way through Wonderland, and we've already seen our fair share of nonsense, but that's what makes Wonderland so great, the nonsense and the strange things that we will encounter and we're not even the dog days of uh of the season yet so this is going to get much much stranger but that is the reason we come back well either that or we're all just a little mad here let's go ahead and introduce the guys that are coming back to this um not tea party we'll just say mad beer party because <laughs> we, we got a lot of beer here so uh tweedledee and tweedledum david arona hey, hey and bobby lepe hey and i am your host Louis barone and as we do every week, we have yet another great MLS guest expert. He is a huge New York Red Bulls fan. I know, I know. We won't hold it against him this week. <laughs> but he's been there since the very beginning. Everything and anything involving New York, uh, New, New, York, New York or New Jersey, he's involved in. He has a podcast called Seeing Red New York and has contributed for American Soccer Now and the Empire of Soccer. Ladies and gentlemen... Mr. Mark Fishkin joins us tonight. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. I'm excited to get going. Oh, awesome. So, you know how the game works. You know how difficult and nearly impossible it is how to, uh, on trying to predict uh, this, uh, this league. It's really difficult to figure it out. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely on a night where last week where New York City goes to Portland undefeated and walks home spanked with a 3 nothing loss, I would say, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the the only predictability is that it is unpredictable. That's right. That's right. And uh, But that's what makes it fun, like we said. Um, that's what makes the game even that much more interesting. Um, so before we get into our Week 9 predi predictions, I have trouble speaking some today. Let's go ahead and recap Week number 8. Just today? Just today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing pretty good. Okay. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> All right. The winner of week number eight. Two weeks in a row, yours truly ah, has won the week. Damn it. In record setting fashion, by uh, the way. I go game. I go nine and two. The only wow. the only two Holy losses wow. are from the New York teams. So thanks a lot, New York. I really appreciate that. And you know what? I was actually rooting against myself i was actually rooting for portland i had nyc winning that game but i was yeah. rooting against myself because if i would have lost just that one game i would have been cursing the red bulls this whole time and that would have been kind of rude to our guests so most red bull fans good. curse the red bulls anyway every week so there you go. <laughs> all right so, so i would have fit in perfectly there you go <laughs> yeah although i did bet the maximum amount of points 10 uh with the new york red bulls and so i i, I was kind of hoping i would hit that one and lose the NYC game, but oh well, not no too way. far off. So 9-2 and two is actually a new balls and beer record as far as uh, winning percentages. Uh, it was held by David last uh, last season in week number 27, I believe. He went 10-3. and three. Uh, That was a 76.9% uh, win percentage. 9-2, so we got a new uh, record there. I will have an extra double down for the second week in a row should I choose to utilize it. In second place, David, he went seven and four, eight points. thought so. that was pretty good, but apparently not. <laughs> no, I um, oh, and I, and I got 17 points for the week. I think I forgot to mention that. Bobby, six and five, three yeah. points. And our guest expert, Bobby Warshaw, who started off three and oh, 
didn't win a game after that. Oh, ouch. Yeah, three and eight, negative nine points. So he's at the uh, at the bottom of the, oh. the weekly standings. So the we have some movement. Bobby, Bobby Warshaw, who scolded us. Who scolded us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Who scolded us. Uh, but to be fair, he got the maximum amount of points in the game that he scolded us. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. So there you go. So, so yeah, so bet wisely, Mark. <laughs> All right, so movement in the overall standings. I actually leapfrog both of these guys, and I'm jumping into first place. I now have seven points for the season, so it's the first time I'm actually in positive territory here in uh, week number nine. Um, so I'm a little behind from where we were uh, last season. Bobby is now in second place. He has three points. David, you're in third with one point, which actually marks the very first time that we are all in all positive, positive territory. Yep. So that's a first incredible. for us. Incredible. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, it really is incredible. <laughs> and our guests. Uh, I'm sorry I have we, to say this, but it is what it is. We do have to say it. We do, David. <laughs> Minus 60 points oh, wow. for the season in week number eight. And the lowest point we ever got all of last season was minus 69 and that was in week number 29 nice so um yeah not looking good for our guests so mark your team has some catching up to do we they need some pride there's one direction to go gentlemen one direction to go (laughs) right minus nine points (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so let's go ahead and get started week Number nine, we're going to start off with, I believe, is the Friday game. It is Vancouver versus RSL. Bobby, let's get your pick in first. All right. Well, Vancouver, RSL. These are two teams that I am not excited to watch play against each other. I know Vancouver is at home, but they've been, man, they have not been having the last good few weeks. Uh, RSL was was able to get a 3-0 win over Colorado at home, and I feel like that's going to give them just a little bit of a bump in order to g- give them some kind of an incentive to try to work better away. I'm giving them, RSL, a win over Vancouver with confidence of two. I know that's a crazy a crazy shot. I wanted to go as a draw, but I'm, I, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling RSL for some damn reason. Bobby has a, has a feeling in game number one. David, before you... Uh... Give us your pick. Go ahead and open up that uh, that beer there. Well, well, in honor in honor of our guests, I think uh, this energy drink is probably more appropriate here. Um, <laughs> okay. un- just, undisclosed just uh, energy drink here, but also because Lewis wants one, let me get that beer open for him. There just you go. Throw Lewis. that uh, that uh, unnamed energy drink into this bottle. <laughs> um. All right, David. Who do you got in Vancouver? This is the most shit I've talked. Or the guess. I'm sorry, Mark. Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, all right. So, Vancouver. Vancouver, Vancouver. You let me down this week, guys. Um, I don't I don't know if I bet with them, but I know that I, I, I've been saying from the beginning of the season, they're wishy-washy. Um, RSL coming off of a win. Um, they have to go to BC Place. I think this is a Vancouver win, confident to four. High confidence for a wishy-washy team there. Mark, <laughs> this is their washy uh, week. All right, fair enough. Mark, who do you got? Yeah, so, you know, Vancouver's lost three straight. They, they haven't scored in over 180 minutes. They got absolutely blown out 6-0 at Sporting last week. Mm-hmm. And and that that's a kind of game, yes, they were down two players, red cards, but... 
I mean, Carl Robinson is a wonderful gentleman of a player, former Red Bull player. Um, but he's, you have to think he's going to start to be playing for his job at some point. Meanwhile, RSL has alternated wins and losses the past six weeks. Win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. So I'm going to put this, I think Vancouver's going to stand up for themselves uh, and, and want to actually save their coach's job, I hope. Uh, I, I see this as a draw, and I'm going to put a, a, a point value of three on it. You actually took all my stats and all my reasoning for me. <laughs> so I got nothing to say. Ask the guest last. What can I tell you? <laughs> He's the true. expert. He is the expert. Right. <laughs> hey, at least I'm on, on, uh, on the same level as the expert. So, so I'm okay with that. Um, so, yes, it is RSL's uh, time to lose since they won last week. I think Vancouver, like I said, I, I think they need some pride. They're back home. RSL's probably the one of the better teams to get a bounce back game against. I have Vancouver winning the game. Confidence of two. All right. Atlanta versus Montreal. David. I'm coming in hot, guys. This is Atlanta at home against a just awful, awful Montreal. Awful. I mean, Jesus, they're awful. This is my double down of the week. It's a lock and a double down. I'm going with a confidence of five. Make it a ten. Atlanta's going to win. All right. Bobby, do you agree? I do agree. Uh, Montreal's been losing the last three weeks uh, in Atlanta's. Atlanta's Atlanta, man. Um, I'm not going all full force like David, maybe because I just know how MLS loves to MLS us. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go with three points of confidence with Atlanta. Okay. And Mark, how do you see things? Yeah, I, I, um, I'm feeling pretty confident about this one as well. I mean, uh, Montreal blew a 3-1 lead at home to LAFC. Re- really looked for a second that they were going to be the dangerous team that we saw back in 2016. Uh, Atlanta hasn't lost since week one. They, they're they 5-0-1 in their last six games. Uh, I agree 100%. This is, this is my lock of the week. Double down it. Uh, five points and the, and the double down. This is, this is Atlanta. This is a walk. This is this is not even a contest with these guys. Yeah, I I 100% agree. Out of all the games, this is the one no-brainer that just pops out. Like, there's no way Atlanta can possibly lose against <laughs> and Montreal. I've heard at us home. say that multiple and... weeks this past uh-huh. few games. Well, so, we've been doing this just for sounds like a rerun. That's why I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing this for 43 weeks. We know very well, but. We got to play those odds, man. You really got to play the odds. Remember, so remember this- last week, NYC against Portland, man? That shit was going to be completely clear. <laughs> clear as day. Sunshine. No, no. The Red Bull game was supposed to be clear as day. We're not going to get into that. I'm going to get really, really mad. Atlanta, it's a lock. It's a double down. I also have it as a 10. There are only so many sure bets, and you got to play the odds here. So it bothers me so much that I'm trying to separate. I'm trying to make up ground and you guys just bet with me and well, I'm you're going to, I'm not going to make up anything. Well, if you win, you'll make up seven on Bobby. You're behind Bobby. still. I guess, <laughs> I guess. Right. <laughs> Toronto versus Chicago is our next game. David. Uh, Toronto has CCL this week. Um, I, and I expect that, uh, they're going to be very tired or very disappointed. Um, I'm hoping that they're going to be hungover from winning uh, tomorrow. So I'm going to go with Chicago, confidence of three. Okay, Bobby, what do you say? Uh, 
All right. Well, I didn't look at the schedule, so I re- didn't realize they were playing this week. But I, I was give, giving them a win, even though they had two bad losses these last two weeks. Um, but, you know, that's that's dependent on fa- the lineup and, and Youngblood. But I'm going to give this to Toronto with the confidence of two, though. Hey, and our guest expert. Yeah, um, Chicago's certainly going to be confident after coming into Red Bull Arena and getting a win, which which frankly doesn't happen for anyone all too often. Um Toronto is going to be tired regardless of whether they're able to actually pull this off on Wednesday night or not. Um, they, they know they're going to have to, you know, with, with a one and four record, they, they know they've got plenty of time to pull it together. But um, I don't know. I, I honestly have no sense of the way this game's going to go. It is going to be played at home. Chicago will be confident on the road. I, I'm going to say this is going to be a draw, and I'm going to put a confidence level of one. I, I Even though uh, Toronto you know, has bigger fish to fry than this match. Um, their their fans hopefully are going to turn out win, lose, or draw on Wednesday at Chivas. And I think there's going to be a great atmosphere, a celebratory um, to, to thank Toronto for, for extending into the finals. But and I think they'll be buoyed by that. But again, I'm not so sure I'm going to call it a draw uh, with one point against it. All right. So as we had mentioned the last two weeks, Toronto winless in 20-plus games after a CCL match. I'm, again, I'm going to have to play those odds. I know they're playing against Chicago. I know they're playing at home. But they're either going to be tired from the travel or they're going to be putting in subs. So either way, they're not going to be at complete full strength. Otherwise, this would have been also a lock and a double down. So I'm going to go also with a draw. Also with a confidence of one. <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> I like yours. There you go. Get a room. Philadelphia versus DC. Bobby, go ahead and give me your pick. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure we all know this is the garbage game of the week. Um, so I really have, I, I don't see anything positive from these two teams. I think they're going to go ahead and cancel each other out. So I'm going to give this a draw with a confidence of three. David, your boys. Bobby called it the garbage cup of the week. I'm I'm calling this the garbage cup of the millennia, um, <laughs> or or as or as Bobby Warshaw so eloquently put it last week, poop game of the week. Um, that's a that's a new thing, Bobby Warshaw. Thank you for that. Um, I can't see this as anything else but a zero zero draw. Confidence of two. Pretty fair, Mark. For Red Bull fans, Philadelphia and D.C. is a meteor game, which means you are rooting for the meteor to destroy the stadium and both (laughs) the teams playing inside of it. Philadelphia has scored exactly one goal in their last five matches. Uh, Amazingly enough, they drew two of those matches. They lost (laughs) the other three. Uh, D.C. just got their first win of the season, one nothing. In Annapolis, Maryland, as they continue their bizarro road trip before their Audi uh, field opens in July. Um, I agree that this game is should be harmful for children and young uh, you know, uh, fans should be prevented from seeing this game at all costs. But considering that Philadelphia is playing at home uh, and Ernie Stewart just gave Jim Curtin the dreaded uh, vote of confidence this week at, at one of their press conferences, I think... 
think Philadelphia is going to eke out an ugly one nothing win because all these teams know how to play our ugly games, and I'm going to give it a uh, Philadelphia is going to win, and I'm going to put four points against this. Whoa. I I think DC has very very little to show, and um, yeah, I I hate DC more than I hate the Union. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like San Jose versus LFC. I was, I was just about to say, like we have a meter game of our own. There you uh, go. They haven't played yet, but uh, they will. Um, wow. So Mark and I are completely Lock on the same step. page. Um, Philly. I, it's so it's so obvious that this should be a zero zero draw. I mean, it's screaming zero zero draw, but Philly. They shoot. They like to shoot. They like to create. They just cannot find the back of the net. They should have Royer on their team. Um, they're playing against DC. They're going to get chances. They're going to create. They're at home. I also agree. 1-0 ugly victory to Philly. Let me pick up this uh, scarf here that David has in the trash. I got Philly. <laughs> Confidence of two. Columbus versus San Jose, David. Columbus. Yawn. San Jose. Fuck them. God. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I really don't have much to say. Columbus drew their game last week. I think that, uh, you know, Giassi got off the mark again. Good for him. Uh, San Jose again. They know how to get themselves into games. They almost they almost uh, pulled a comeback last week, but I think the draw, having scored again after you know Columbus hadn't scored in a while, um, that's going to give them confidence. And I'm going to go for a win for Columbus. Confidence of two. All right, Bobby. What do you got? All right. Well, Columbus, Columbus, man. It's, everything is everything has changed from the beginning of a few weeks of the season from them. There's. So let's say San Jose and Columbus in the last three weeks have been unable to win a game. Um, you know, I want to give Columbus the benefit of the doubt since they're at home, but San Jose knows how to eke something out at the end of games all the time. Fuck San Jose. Um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and just call this a draw. I'm going to hit this with the confidence of two. All right, Mark. The crew haven't won since March 24th, which uh, is a month ago. San Jose hasn't won since March 3rd. Mm -hmm. This this is another dreadful, dreadful game to watch. And as as many exciting and fun games there are in the schedule, you you again you feel for I mean you feel for Columbus for a lot of reasons, but both of these teams really thought they would be uh, much much better. San Jose has played only draws or one goal games, even though they've only won one of them. They kept everything tight, even on the road, and I think that's going to be a saving grace for them. I also agree it's going to be a draw, and I'll put two points against it. Okay. On paper, it does look like it's going to be a dull game. I got a feeling about this game. It I might think be it's exciting. Be- I think it might be exciting. I think it's going to be a lot more exciting than people give them credit for. Um, Columbus is going to find the back of the net. San Jose is, is going to find a way to stay in the game. I, I do believe that San Jose is actually underperforming, and this is the time to do it. Fuck them. Yep. I got them as a draw as well. <laughs> Confidence of two. <clears throat> New England versus Kansas City is our next game. David, give us your pick. All right, get ready for this hot fire, guys. New England with the win. Confidence of three. 
Okay, so you picked Minnesota over Seattle last week without an, ex- <laughs> without an explanation. I want an explanation now. New England, New England is not who we thought they were. Um, Kansas City has shown to be the real deal, but has also uh, kind of has a leaky defense. Um, they've played very under par uh, teams over the last couple of weeks, so that's made their defense look really good. Um, I think New England is just going to find a way to win. Plus, they have to play in crappy, uh, you know, uh, Gillette Stadium. Okay, Bobby, do you agree? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I'm going to give this to SKC with a confidence of three. New England has been an, uh, on a pretty bad form the last two weeks, uh, three weeks. I mean, they've just been in bad form. Uh, I know they're at home, but SKC is much more of a solid team, even though they have their ups and downs. They have more of a sol- they're more of a solid team, I believe, especially um, on away games. So I'll give them with a confidence of three. And Mark, what do you say? Kansas City is certainly going to have a letdown because you can't win every game six nil um sporting hasn't lost on the road yet this year they've only lost a single game and that was at home opening day to nycfc they're 5-0-2 since then and as i said they haven't lost on the road new england's an, an interesting team they um they're a lot better than i think a lot of people have given them credit for um you know you, you can't rag on them having to play in gillette because that's the only stadium they've ever known so yeah it does suck but at least they know how to play there um, you know, I, I think this is going to be a little more entertaining than folks think. But at the end of the day, I think uh, Kansas City's class is going to shine through, especially Russell, player of the week with a hat trick last week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make it a, a Kansas City win, and I will uh, put three points behind it. All right. So David did make a, a couple good points there uh, for, uh, for New England. Um, they're tough at home. Gillette is, uh, like Mark said, it's the only home they've ever known, and they know how to play there. They're very tough. The The game against Dallas notwithstanding, uh, they they had a little four-game unbeaten streak going, and uh, it kind of surprised all of us. Kansas City is vulnerable. I think New England can exploit it, but Kansas City is a better team. I'm going with a draw on this one, guys. Confidence of two. Minnesota versus Houston. Bobby, what do you got? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm being wild here. I don't know why. Minnesota hasn't won a game since week three. Um, I called that game, and I got it. And ever since then, I haven't called them. Uh, so for some reason, some, some, some breeze in the wind is hitting me. So I'm going to give Minnesota the win over Houston in this one. Uh, and I'm going to give it a confidence of two. All right, David. Minnesota coming off of a really rough, uh, run of games. As Bobby said, I think they've, they've lost, what, four in a row. Um, Houston, not a great team. Uh, they've been struggling. Last year, they were bad on the road. Uh, Houston, uh, you know, it's cold in Minnesota, even though it's not, it's, you know, summer weather right now, I, I guess. Uh, it's still colder than Houston. So I'm going to give Minnesota the win here. Confidence of two. And Mark. Yeah, no, that that's not correct at all. Minnesota <laughs> is suffering big time. Not only have they not won in a month, they've just lost Ethan Finley, one of their midfield engines oh, for the year with a torn ACL. That's true. Uh, Houston is going to be buoyed about beating up on Toronto's B team 5-1 last week where it was absolutely raining goals. And yeah, it was only Houston's second win of the season, but um, you know, they're going to go to Minnesota. I mean, I, I feel for Loons fans 
Um, I thought that they were going to be a little more competitive than they are. But, you know, losing Finley, I think they've lost three starters for the year to injury now. It's just really, really sad. No one likes Adrian Heath's job that he's doing up there. Um, this is Houston's game. I'm going to give it a, a four confidence points because I, I don't think this is going to be a contest. Can, can I just point out that the last time that Houston, I mean, Minnesota lost a, a star player to an ACL tear, they went on a two-game winning streak? A two-game winning streak? Hey, that's a streak. All right. It is. Hey, it's hey. more than one. For Minnesota, that's a lot. Hey, when Atlanta wins, everyone's that's talking about it. But when Minnesota wins, nobody's talking about that, right? One of my least favorite Uniteds in MLS. Aww. All right. I feel like I got to so, adopt them because no one likes I've them. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. <laughs> um, okay. So, as Mark pointed out, Ethan Finley out for the season ACL tear. Kevin Molino out for this game. Sam Cronin out for this game. Defense, probably one of the worst on pace to, to be the worst in MLS. I don't see how they have any sort of shot against Houston. That being said, it's not a lock or a double down. I still have Houston, though. Confidence of three. It's Houston. I can't. Oh, I don't know. This is that, that, that's a team that Bobby Warshaw scolded me on last week. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, on the week, nine and two. All right, um, Colorado versus Orlando is our next game. David, what do you got? Orlando, finally, put it together. They got their shit together. Colorado, not great. Tim Howard's going to be gone in this game. He got a red card last game. Um, Zach McMath, the eternal goalkeeper that nobody ever wants. Um, poor guy, just can't buy a starting position in MLS. He's got it right now because of uh, Timmy Howard. Um, I'm going to go Orlando for the win. Confidence of three. Bobby, what do you say? Yeah, um, David pretty much summar summarized up Colorado for sure. Um, and Orlando has found that issue with their two left feet problem in the beginning of the season. So they're starting to, to mesh. They're starting to click. I do believe that they're going to win this game in Colorado. I think they have enough confidence and, and firepower. Um, I'm going to give a confidence of four, and I'm going to actually double down this one to an eight. Mm. So Bobby actually didn't double down at all last week, which is very unchar uncharacteristic uh, of mm -hmm. him. So going right back to it. Mark, who do you got in this game? Yeah, Orlando, uh, thanks to a absolutely bonkers win over the Red Bulls on March 31st, that was just one of the strangest games I've seen in a very long time, uh, has now scored 12 goals over their last four matches. They haven't lost any of them. Colorado suffered a Tim Howard red card last time out, and they lost at, at Salt Lake 3-0. Um, but this is a better Colorado team than we saw in, in 2017 for sure. Uh, they're going to score. They're going to concede some goals, certainly to Orlando. But I'm going to take a little bit of a detour and say this is going to be a, a draw in the Rocky Mountain altitude. I, I don't know if Orlando's attack is going to be able to be as effective, and I'll put two points toward it. Okay, I was actually contemplating the draw here as well, simply because of the altitude factor. But with Howard not in there, I, I mean, yes, Colorado has improved, but. That's a big part of the Colorado defense. If he's not in there, then that that's a that's a huge loss there. And I think Orlando has found something. Four four wins in a row. They're scoring goals. I got to figure that they're going to go right. I mean, they're feeling great 
that Tim Howard is is not here. So I also have Orlando winning this game. Confidence of three. NYCFC versus Dallas. David, go first. The blue team uh, in New York. Uh, they are coming off the very first loss of the season. Um, uncharacteristic. I... I, I I still think that that was just a different team that stole their their jerseys um, because uh, the, the the loss last week is just shocking to me. Um, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna say that New York City hands Dallas their first loss of the season. Uh, confidence of three. All right, and Bobby, what do you got? Yeah, last week's loss was very uncharacteristic of NYCFC. Um, we didn't expect that, but they're coming back home. They're coming back in their narrow stadium uh they're coming back to where they know exactly how to win so they'll definitely win this over the dallas the dallas when did when, when did they start calling that uh <laughs> <I'll> burn. <laughs> that, that dallas burn <laughs> I'll go, uh, nycfc confidence of two it is throwback week it is throwback week <laughs> oh okay mark yeah, uh, I hate uh, New York City FC with the passion of a thousand burning suns, and um, I don't think that they should exist. And um, don't let your heart. I hate you. all of their players as players and as individuals. Uh, that said, they're a very, very good team. Um, it, it would have been great to see both of these teams from a pure spectacle standpoint coming into the match undefeated. Of course, uh, you know, as we know, City couldn't hold up their end. They're they, they allowed to take a night off when you, you know, when you go five zero and two in your first seven, and you travel three thousand miles. It's okay to have an off match. Um, I agree with everything that's been said so far. Uh, the fact that Dallas hasn't conceded in their last two games, I think, uh, bodes well here. I think they can go in and they can sneak a draw, and. Um, I think they can put some real doubt in terms of NYCFC if they've been playing over their heads a little bit uh, for Dallas to come in and take a point in the Bronx. So I'm going to uh, call it a draw, and I'll put two points behind it. All right. So that shook my confidence a little bit. <laughs> um, so, okay, so NYCFC held 76% possession and still lost 3-0. I don't even know how that's possible. But it happened. Um we can't expect the team to go undefeated, no matter how good you are here in MLS. That's just not going to happen. Um, everyone's going to have a slip-up here and there. That was theirs. Dallas has not had a slip-up per se, but I still feel that they... You don't know what to expect from them. They they beat um, a, a very weak Philly side. Uh, they got a surprising result of, uh, up in Gillette Stadium against New England. And uh, out of four games, they, they only won... Out of four home games, they only won one of them. So... I know they're still undefeated, but I think that record is a little misleading. I think New York will also hand them their first loss. And at Yankee Stadium, they have a very distinct advantage over any MLS team. I mean, it's a small field. They know how to play there. I think they uh, they take it out on Dallas here. NYCFC, lock it and double it. Wow. Ten. So wow. I just ruined I just ruined David and Bobby's bet there. Sorry, guys. Well, you hit you hit yours last week, so it's fine. No, 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 no. I, I hit one of them. Yeah, not he the lost other. The other. They, they canceled each other out. All right, guys. LAFC versus Seattle. A lot of people would say this is another one of our meteor games. Bobby. <laughs> Aside okay. from a meteor hitting the stadium, who do you got? 
Uh, who do I got in this game? All right, LAFC has been on the road for four weeks now. Um, I think that's six. Six. That's right. Um, they had a bye week there where they weren't, they didn't play though. Um, so they've been on the road, were playing for four weeks continuously. Um, I think this is maybe the game where they're having that NYCFC game where they're just going to falter against another team. Um, and Seattle, I, I'm giving them the win. They, I know they, I know they're getting a boost off a very low level team, Minnesota, last week. But it's something that they need. So I'm giving Seattle a win with confidence of two. David. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bobby. Hmm. This is this is the home opener for LAFC I know for that. Bank of California. I know that. Um, Seattle is awful. Um, they they've only scored their first goals in in this this week. Uh, they got their first win this weekend. Um, they're still bad. They're still real bad. And LAFC. I don't hate them yet. I don't hate them yet. But certainly if their stadium was built over a sinkhole and it fell into the ground, I wouldn't be mad. Um, I have LAFC with a win. Lock it down. Confidence of five. Okay, then. You're rooting I, for LAFC. Uh, You're yeah, really yeah, rooting I'm, for them. I'm going to go take a shower now, guys. Yeah, I'll be back in a minute. Have you realized that every, every uh, prediction or something that we said that you've laughed at in every single show these past few weeks you've been wrong about? Sure. And I hope I'm wrong here. <laughs> okay. I, I am. God damn it. I have to wild card my pick. Mark, who do you got in this game? Yeah, no, he's absolutely right. There's no possible way that LAFC is going to lose their home opener with all the attention. I, I believe it's on national TV. It's a showcase event, a beautiful stadium with a view of the downtown. And Seattle's not very good, even though they get their win. I, I think this is, I mean, the, the fact that LAFC spotted Montreal a 3-1 win a lead on the road and then roared back to score four straight. There is no possible way that LAFC is going to lose their home match. This is a, a five-pointer for me. They'll they'll take it. Is uh, Seattle getting Zlatan on loan? <laughs> that wouldn't yeah, help. Then, then no, then no. <laughs> then, then, then LAFC is not losing this game. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, home opener for LAFC. They've been waiting uh, for well over a year. Forever, Lewis. Since yeah. the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time, because they've been there <laughs> since the very beginning. You know, they were always there. Yeah, I know. Um, Seattle barely coming off their very first victory at, uh, of the season against lowly Minnesota. They have scored in back-to-back games. That's kind of sad for me to say something like that. But you got to start somewhere, and I think they start. Um, I think they got something going. Not enough though. To, uh, to overthrow uh, LAFC at home. However, I do feel that this is one of those mls games where Seattle takes some sort of revenge and stops the hype. But, again, you got to play your odds. I got LAFC winning this game. Confidence of three. I don't want to lock it. I would feel dirty. <laughs> You've done worse. I have done significantly <laughs> worse. You're right. <laughs> but I, I, I was proud of that dirty. <laughs> And finally, guys, the game where we all have some sort of emotional stake in. The LA Galaxy host the New York Red Bulls on Saturday. Both teams coming off losses. One against MLS Cup contenders. The other one against the bottom feeders of the Eastern Conference. They're both looking to bounce back. So, Bobby, let's start with you. 
Oof. Who do you got in this game? Yeah, um, my reality, I, I, I want it to be, or I assume it should be a draw in reality, but I am going to give this to the Galaxy with a win, but with one confident point. Mm. David, how do you see things? Look, both of these teams have come in not really being able to hit the back of the net. Like, that's been their biggest issue over the last couple of weeks. They just can't finish a fucking ball. Um, New York creates a billion chances per game. L.A. concedes a billion chances <laughs> per game, but they don't let them in, usually. Um, I think that this is this really should be a draw. It really like this is a zero zero draw, you guys. But <laughs> but I kind of have I I, I kind of want to side with the galaxy here and say that they're just gonna have that one shred of lucky X factorness. I'm gonna give them the win, confidence of three. Ooh, eight. So both guys saying that it's gonna be a draw, but I'm betting with the galaxy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I so know. what what does the Red Bull fans say? Do you are you betting with your heart as well? Um you know, I have to tell you something. It's a really interesting stat. Bradley Wright Phillips has scored ninety-one goals in his MLS career. He has never scored against the LA Galaxy. That will change uh Saturday night late at StubHub Center. Um, the Red Bulls have alternated wins and losses. It's their turn for a win. L.A. has also alternated wins and losses for the last four games. It's also their turn for a win. Um, New York absolutely dominated the game last week against Chicago, outshooting the fire 22-4 to and losing 2-1, to which, of course, has plenty of echoes to the um, CONCACAF Champions League home leg against Chivas, where they outshot the Goats 20-1 to uh, without finishing. Danny Royer has 13 shots uh, this season, the same as Bradley Wright Phillips. Bradley Wright Phillips has five goals. Royer has none. Royer has hit the post. Royer has hit the crossbar. Royer has had two goals called back for offside, including one last week. When Royer hits the net, it is going to unleash a tremendous amount of positive energy for this team, and I think that's going to happen on Saturday night. I don't believe that L.A. is, you know, with Zlatan is a team that can sit back and bunker the way that Chicago did or the way that Chivas did. I just don't really think that's in them. They're going to play. They, they want to open up the game, and that's going to play right into the Red Bulls' hands. So you can say that I'm, I'm, I'm rooting or voting, if you will, with, with my heart, but there, I think there are a lot of good reasons to think that New York's finally going to put the ball in the net. And, and you know, for all this saying about New York can't score, um, they have scored seven, uh, seven goals in their last three league games. So, you know, they, they've had trouble in two specific instances, but I think the matchup is right here. I'm going to give the Red Bulls the win, and I'm going to put two points behind it. I wouldn't have expected any other uh, prediction. <laughs> I heard a two, go- I had two to zero. Is what I heard <laughs> yeah. two zero, one confidence point per goal. <laughs> so as I'm, so as I'm watching the uh, the CCL match and uh, the the Chicago match, in which I put maximum value on New York to win, I am cursing Royer the whole time because I feel in those in that game. He has like the MLS record of post hits. I don't he's know. Just, he's That's just like, snake bit right now. Yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. Had, 
It's gonna. Bobby happen. King had a game where he hit the post like four times in one game. Yeah, it was it was just so frustrating to watch. I'm like, I know this team should be should be winning, but both of those games should have been uh should have yeah. been uh yep. won, and it, it really was frustrating to watch. Uh, the first one as an MLS fan, and second one with uh with a little bit of uh, stake in it. On a personal note, I will be attending this game with a bunch of friends from work who are all rooting against me, by the way. They're, the, <laughs> they're, they're all rooting for uh, for New York, and there is a reason for that. They're all from the New York, New Jersey metro area? They are not, actually. Okay. None of them have ever even been to New York. Um, but one is uh, a Red Bull fan. Are they all Austrian? He's, no, okay. he's, no, no. He, he's a Red Bull fan. He's also a big Xbox fan. I'm a big PlayStation fan. So aside from the balls and beers stake, if the Galaxy win, he has to go buy a PlayStation. If the Red Bulls win, I have to go buy an Xbox. I should be using this game as insurance and doubling down on the Red Bulls. But I'm not going to do that. What an interesting bet. When you lose, you have, an, you have a new game console. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. I'm going to go <laughs> with that realistic bet that both of you guys know is more likely to happen. I have this as a draw with the confidence <laughs> of you. Because we said it. <laughs> no, it, it, was already, it was already in there. When I saw your picks, I figured, huh? Oh. There's a little heart in there. But... No, there's heart in from me and David's for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah that's, why, that's why I have one. Like I'm just like <laughs> as well, I'm just tipping my toe and saying, "Hey guys, remember, I still love you." But if I lose, it's cool, it's fine. It was, it was like one. David last week. I'm not gonna lock Atlanta. It's four because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that concludes week number nine. It, it really sounds like it's gonna be a very interesting week. Um, it always is in Wonderland. I'd like to thank our guest Mark Fishkin for joining us here tonight. It was a lot of fun, Mark. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Yeah, this was great, guys. I loved it, and enjoy the match on Saturday. Will do. All right, guys, on behalf of the entire LA is Our House crew, as always, we'd like to thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and like us and retweet us. Give us a five-star rating, all that fun stuff that we ask for you from you week in, week out, and only one of you actually does. <laughs> uh, this is David and Bobby signing off. Yeah, good night. Make sure you guys go check out Mark's uh, Seeing Red podcast. It's excellent. Uh, not that he needs any help from our listeners, but uh, <laughs> it's just nice to know that there's somebody else on the other side of the, the country there, um, you know, as, as as just disappointed in, in his team as, as we are in ours sometimes. <laughs> um, I, I would imagine those five shiny trophies keep you warm at night, bastard. Seriously? <laughs> are you, you trying to draw a parallel between the most successful team in league history and the New York Red Bulls? Really? We just really? Came back, said, we just came back like from said, a really Mark bad season. Are, <laughs> Mark and I are such at the same level because I was like, you do realize how foolish you sound right now when we have a whole trophy case filled up. But you guys have a you guys have a, a five year plan from Ollie Curtis, who's no longer with the team. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Actually, Mark, where can the listeners find you at? Where, what are your socials? Sure, they can they can find me at the very cryptic uh, Twitter handle of Mark Fishkin. Uh, they can also find the show at Seeing Red NY. We've been doing it since 2010. It's our ninth season. I'm joined by Joe Goldstein every week. We talk Red Bulls, um, and obviously, very very excited. Uh, as always, the former 1% Derby, as we used to call it, uh, when the Red Bulls and LA Galaxy would play. So thank you for having me, guys.
Thank you. It was was a pleasure, Mark. Thank you for being on the show. Okay, let's try this again. David, signing off. Bye-bye. And Bobby, signing off. Should I go into some kind of monologue that's not true? Do it. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and I do have one last thing to say, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later.